Kawa. We're back, baby. Hide it. Shed some light, episode 18. Michael and Jack coming back to you on this Friday. Happy Friday, Jack. Happy Friday, Michael. <laughs> Made it through another week. Um, before we jump into how your week was, everything like that, we have a couple uh, administrative things to take care of right off the bat here. So I feel like uh, with every good podcast, they've uh, kind of told those behind the scenes stories of when like recording doesn't work out. You know, it just seems to be a, a, a reoccurring problem for everyone. And well, that is the case for the Shed Some Light Boys today. We recorded. I feel like I feel like that's when I feel like that's when you know you know you got a podcast. That's <laughs> when you fuck up. Exactly, exactly. So we we recorded this entire episode yesterday, and then went to upload it. And for some reason, our audio was just so messed up that uh, you know we had to call it quits. And we're, uh, we're back for round two. <laughs> we're back, baby. So I don't know how this is going to go because. I think, um, you know, we kind of pride ourselves on all of the topics and stuff being like our actual like live reactions to it. So this is our second go around. So it might be a little different, but I think it's still going to be fantastic. It should be a very good episode. Yes. <laughs> so with that being said, we're back for your first time as the listener hearing Shed Some Light episode 18, Michael and Jack's our second second time <laughs> trying to get through this <laughs> so it's a friday jack how was your week uh i pretty much had the most average week of all time like just did nothing out of the ordinary just very very average sometimes you know you got to have those weeks every once in a while i didn't have any like sports i was like super invested in i just was basically a lazy sack of shit for a week straight. So, <laughs> hey, one good thing about this past week though was that oh, oh, never mind. I take that back because I was expecting no, the- terrible week. <laughs> no, I was nothing good. Happened. I, I, I forgot the that there didn't happen. <laughs> I forgot that there was no Thursday night football because I was going to say that Wednesday was the only day we had to go without football. But there's no Thursday night football either. So, dude, my brain is so shot right now. I forgot today was even Thursday. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I've been so messed up on days of the week this week. It just like, I've been a day off every single day and they're not even in the same direction. Someday I'm like a day ahead. Some days I'm a day behind. Days, days for me now just like kind of blend together. Like it's just a blur. Like you could ask me what I did like Tuesday and then I would tell you what I did like Sunday. <laughs> it just doesn't, it makes, I mean, it makes no sense. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Uh, why is that? Is that just because you're a working man now or like, like what? I know. I just think it's cause I'm stupid, but I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just fucking stupid. Hey, I guess. <laughs> shed some light keeps us on track. It helps us remember our days of the week. Yeah, but this, this one fucked me up even more since we did it twice. <laughs> now I'm all kinds of just discombobulated right now. Well, it's Friday. How do you like that word? Discombobulated. Discombobulated. That might be the largest word I've ever said <laughs> in my life. Oh man, we're coming out firing. Shed some light. Episode eighteen. I like this. We are off to a much better start than we were on our first recording of this. Let me tell you that. <laughs> hey, good things come to those who wait. That's and right. I, I don't even know if we waited. We really just kind of fucked it we, up. We were but forced. I don't know. Let's go. Forced to wait. Let's so. go. 
Thank you to all of our new listeners. Shed some light numbers going up. That's what we like to see. We're spreading the good word. Miller Lite, best beer out there. Shed some light, best podcast out there. You already know. (laughs) So um, we would really appreciate the five-star reviews. That helps us spread the good word. So if you could take the time and uh, give us a quick five-star rating over on uh, Apple Podcast, that'd be super cool. And we'll read it when we get it. <laughs> With Jack and his sideways hat. <laughs> so let, <laughs> let's uh, let's jump into it. Sports dump on this Friday. White Sox, take it away, Jack. We fucking did it. Hey, hey, we did it. Hey, 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 we fired Rick Renteria. Said it was, should be the first move of the offseason. And it was. Smart move. Rick Hahn, Jerry Reinsdorf, Kenny Williams. Good moves all around. It's what I like to see. And like we said, Renteria, I guarantee you he's a great guy. Yep. Fantastic guy as a, as a person. As a manager, he just wasn't the best. He just couldn't make the decisions. He, he was, he apparently went all on like gut instinct, both with pitching and with the lineup creation. When, even when the like front office would be like, Hey, like, here's the analytics. Like you should probably not play this guy. You should probably not pitch this guy in this situation. Uh, and his gut feeling was almost always wrong. If we're being honest, he was very rarely right. So I'm, I'm not. I, I hate to see him leave as a person. I don't hate to see him leave as a as a fan. How about the uh, the stick-to-itiveness of just being like, yeah, I'm still trusting my gut. I've been wrong all year, but I'm still trusting it. <laughs> this guy's batting 100 against lefties, and this guy's batting 380. Who are you playing today? Ah, uh, this 100 guy's got some potential, though. So <laughs> He's oh, due. He's got to be due. My gut with him. <laughs> So he's, he's he's you know eventually he's gonna hit one out and when he does I'll be sitting there I'll be like he'll he'll be sitting there and be like what's up fuckers I got it right <laughs> so that's our first off season move hopefully we got uh, a few more to come what so else then who who do you who do you want okay um, well for you know we've I've I've heard Tony, the, Tony Larusa I've heard the uh, rumors around Tony Larusa I don't think I want that. Um, I know that I was, I was, you know, hesitant on, um, the bringing over the Astros guys, but at this point in time, I would actually kind of just take that because I feel like they have way more knowledge and know what they're doing than La Russa. So La Russa is just like an old school, like, you know, kind of guy. He seems like he made noise a lot. I don't really know. Uh, <laughs> that but, was hilarious. That was, hold on. That was I hilarious. Feel like- because your internet was cutting in and out on that. So it was like, (laughs) I like, like that's the, that's the noise he makes up when like, he's got to go make like a pitching change. And he like sits up off the dugout. Just kind of like walks out there and he's mumbling to himself. As he's walking out there. I also feel like he's a guy like, like Tim Anderson, like pimps a home run or whatever. And then he just like benches Tim Anderson. He's like, you motherfucker, you better not pimp that home run again. Yeah, that would be uh, not what you want to see. I, I, I mean, you kind of hinted at it. I want A.J. Hinch. Give me A.J. Hinch all day. Because A.J. Hinch going to get on the phone right as free agency starts, call up his good buddy George Springer, say, hey, you want to go win another title? And then he, George Springer's going to be like, hey, Michael Brantley, 
you want to come be the DH and you want to go win another title? And they're going to be like, yep. And they're both going to come to the White Sox and we're going to win a World Series. Okay, so with that uh, hypothetical being said, I got a question for you. Close friend of the pod uh, was was talking about Andrew Vaughn DHing. What are we doing with Andrew Vaughn if Michael Brantley's going to DH? You can still you can still DH and play him at first. Yeah, rotation you, you, there. You can share time. I'm I don't okay think. I mean, I think I think Vaughn's Vaughn's a great hitter. I wouldn't. I'm not going to rely on him, like going, like being a you know solid DH your first year up. Yeah, it's got to be tough. Thrust in, being thrust into a DH position of all positions is so tough. Oh yeah, because like you have nothing. Everybody that's watching you has nothing to go off of besides solely your at bats, and it's hard to get into like the swing of the game when you're just literally like you're doing something every like. 30, 40 minutes, maybe. Right. It's tough. Right. So I don't think throwing him into a DH role right at the beginning of his like first season up is necessarily something that like is a smart move. I would love to see him play first. Maybe Jose Abreu take some DHs. Maybe you sit Vaughn, play Brantley. Like I would love to have like those kind of three mixed in as like a, you know, first base DH type of guys. I'm okay with that. The other thing that, um, to bring up with bringing him over from the Astros is making sure that there's no, that any sort of potential beef that could be there is squashed ahead of time. Well, the other thing with him is like, if you look at all the reports, it wasn't him. The The masterminds were Carlos Beltran and Alex Cora. And he, he went down and smashed the dugout monitor multiple times. He just didn't do enough. And he's owned up to it. He's like, Hey, I fucked up. Like I didn't do enough. And he'll admit to it. But I mean, like, he wasn't the guy being like, hey, let's like steal some signs. Like, let's, you know, do this, do that. So, like, I I don't think that people can be mad at him solely. If anything, it's 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 you're mad at you're mad at Correa, you're mad at Altuve, you're mad at Bregman, uh, Cora, and Beltron. And that's it. That's who I would really put the blame on. I get where he's taking that like residual like hatred. Right. But in my opinion, like I, I I don't think that anybody, at least anybody on the White Sox, like hates it. I can already see uh, if this situation ends up playing out, the Cubs fans then coming back saying that we had to hire a cheater to win and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I can already acting see like that. acting like every team in the MLB is not cheating. Just get over it. Get fucking over it. So and dude, and the thing is, like that Dallas Keuchel's got out a little hand in this. Like he just has to. Oh, I heard and he's so, been like, very vocal about, or yeah, not vocal, but you know, and, behind and the scenes. I, I trust Dallas Keuchel with like my life, basically. So I trust Dallas Keuchel. If he's vouching for AJ Hinch, I'm down. Yeah. And and it's one of those things that like, if I'm if I'm him, right, and I get accused of cheating and you know get suspended for a year, like, what's the first thing I want to do when I come back? I want to fucking win. Yep. And I want to look at everyone else and be like, hey, I can do it. I didn't even have to cheat. I wasn't the mastermind behind it. I didn't do anything. Yes, I didn't do enough to stop it. But guess what? I can still fucking win because I'm a great manager and I got a great team. And and there's no reason why he, I all these like Bob Nightingale fucking talking about how Tony Larusa is our our front runner. Tony that that 
that report is coming straight from Jerry Reinsdorf. And if Rick Hahn and Kenny Williams have any fucking balls, they're going to be like, hey, Reinsdorf, this is a stupid move. I hope that's more of just like a smokescreen. No, it's it's the only reason that he would say it is one, it's coming directly from Reinsdorf. We know Reinsdorf is like a homer and we'll just, you know, ride his guy out until like the millennium. Oh, yeah. Or the other reason is that maybe you're trying to like lower the price of AJ Hinch. Yes, yeah, but like the tiger, the the tigers are trying to get him too. And I swear to God, if we lose out on AJ Hinch to the fucking tigers, I'm gonna riot. I might burn <laughs> down guaranteed rate. Get the fuck out of here! We're losing out of a manager race to the tigers. Tigers suck. Yeah, I get what? it. They're in a rebuild. I get it. They got some nice prospects, but like, dude. The White Sox managerial position is the number one position in Major League right now. Oh, yeah, far. for sure. For sure. It's not even close. Everybody, every manager, every free manager, maybe even every manager that's like still managing a team should be chomping at the bits to come coach the White Sox. Absolutely. You're coming in and basically And there's there's no reason why there's no reason why we should have anybody besides, in my opinion, besides AJ Hitch. You're you're coming in and you're getting the the keys to the Ferrari just handed to you. All you got to do is drive it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Love it, baby. <laughs> Love you imagine, it. Could you imagine us talking about the White Sox as a Ferrari like two years ago? Good Lord. Hey, now it's in front of us. We, we just got to hand the keys to the right driver. That's all we're doing. AJ Hitch. <laughs> AJ Hitch. That's a chant I could get behind. Dude, uh, and someone photoshopped a picture of him in White Sox gear, and let me tell you. He looks fucking real good in White Sox gear. Hey, there we go. Looks looks great in the black and white. There we go. I'll tell you that. So what were we talking about when we tried to record this the first time? How did it get brought up that we, we want to have uh, James McCann and Dane Dunning come on and share some beers with us? Oh, so it started with we got the Lucas Giolito no-hitter tickets. Oh, oh yeah, 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 said yeah. James McCann was on there. Yeah, I'm very and happy that he was on there. Oh, oh, I also have to repropose my uh my fight. Oh yes, yes. Tell the so people listening, about this. I'm listening to the White Sox Talk podcast the other day, and I haven't said it on this podcast, but I have said it to anybody who will listen in the past. <laughs> Besides Dane Dunning, my other guy is this guy, Yerman Mercedes, catcher, first baseman, just a, a big chonk, and he just hits nukes. And I have been pushing for this guy to be on the White Sox for the past, like, year and a half. I love this guy. Well, hold on, hold on. He's on the White Sox. He's just in the minors. He, he's, in the, he's on the AAA team. Yeah. The, the league right below majors. And Chuck Garfine on the White Sox Talk podcast the other day self-proclaimed himself the uh, head of the Yerman Mercedes fan club. So I want to say this right now, and I want to say it loud and clear. Chuck Garvine, I challenge you to a shirtless wrestling match for the head of the fan club of the Yerman Mercedes fan club. Me, shirts off, we're wrestling. First one to tap, the other one gets to be the head of the Yerman Mercedes fan club. Take that, Chuck Garvine. <laughs> okay, so we have a couple new goals <laughs> from Shed Some Light here. Jack is going to have to shirts off wrestle Chuck Garfine. Chuck Garfine. Uh, <laughs> and then, Could you imagine if he beat me? 
fuck. I, that'd, be, that'd be so embarrassing. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> and then we need to uh, continually tweet slash DM Dane Dunning and James McCann to get them on here to crack some Millers with us. Or, or I just I told you yesterday I just want to play PS4 with Dane Dunning. Okay, well I I, I know Dane Dunning's a big PS4 guy, a big video games guy. Like just Dane, play some play some COD with me. New COD's coming out. I'll get it. You know, me and you, we'll just tear up the I, the COD sphere. I just want to have a drink with James McCann. I uh, I also take that. And when if and when they do come on, we're not talking sports. We're talking all like funny hypotheticals, top five stuff like that. I think they would be so oh, much yeah. fun. Oh yeah. So, uh, let's let's start the petition right now. We got to get them on. James McCann, Dane Dunning, come on, Chuck Garfine, I want to wrestle you. <laughs> uh, stick around for uh, st- stay tuned on the Shed Some Light Twitter. I think that's where we're going to make our biggest push. Oh yeah. Okay. So be on the lookout for those. That will wrap up our Sox talk. We only have uh, 13 more minutes before our next break here. Real quick, want to give a shout-out. LeBron James and the Lakers, 2020 NBA champs, baby. Let's go. Uh, LeBron now four-time NBA champ, four-time finals Six-time MVP. Six-time NBA loser. <laughs> four-time winner. Six-time loser. <laughs> hey, that's all right. He's got four right now. I was pretty pumped about it. I don't care if you say this season gets an asterisk whatever four-time champion there that's big time uh i can see we've got a visitor in the shed some light studio hello to our visitor (laughs) and uh, that's all i got to say about the the rest of the nba season we're moving on now bears versus panthers this week bears bears four and one four and one bears yeah never would have thought never would have thought that we, we would be talking about a four and one bears team against a two and two panthers so what do you got this week? I don't know. It's, you know, Teddy Bridgewater's been picking it up for the Panthers. So they started off not so hot. They're, they're, they're coming into their, their stride real quick. This is a big game, big game for us because Packers Packers are good, very good, as, as much as I hate to say it. So, like, we're at the moment, since they're undefeated, kind of fighting for a wild card spot, and we're kind of fighting with – the Panthers. So, I mean, this is a, a huge game when it comes down to we're fighting for someone in their division. So it's Panthers, Bucks, and Saints would be the three people that we're kind of fighting with. And we, this is, this is big win. We, we, we kind of need this win. Is McCaffrey playing this week? Uh, I think he is available to come back, but I don't think he will. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. I think, he'll, he'll, I think they play the, the, the Saints. The next week, okay. So I think it's kind of one of those save for, uh, save for the Saints. They, they don't really, you know, necessarily need them against the Bears. All right, all right. I see it there. I see it there. So I mean, that'd be wild for the Bears to start five and one. Bears. <laughs> I mean, Super Bowl, Super Bears. I don't know. Undefeated Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> hey, just wait. Just wait. Hey. Get- only, only undefeated quarterback out of that draft class. Put that in your fucking graphic, ESPN, you douchebags. Okay, okay. So real quick, we are we are switching topics off the Bears, staying in the NFL. Have you seen the news around Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, he's he's going to the three teams that the Jets are about to play. Yeah, I think he's going to go to the Chiefs, and I think that the Chiefs are the, now the new Patriots. 
Yeah, they're they're last year last year it was like fun to see them win, and now it's now it's just kind of getting old. No, no, no. See, I think it's still fun to see them win. Like, I'm still I'm okay with that. But like the moves that they make are just so like Bill Belichick esque. They're like, yeah, we're not going to sign Le'Veon because we they, we know that he's going to get released, and then we're just going to scoop him up for pennies on the dollar. And they're just compiling like all of the same sort of moves that the Patriots would like used to make. And I just think that they're the Patriots 2.0. Wait, so would you would you sign if you're the Bears? Would you sign Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, a hundred percent. Why wouldn't you? I know that's kind of pissing me off that we didn't even make his top three. I know, I know. Would have been such a cool pickup. Pace, you idiot. If imagine, so imagine if the Bears could have got Le'Veon this year, and then I heard trade rumors around Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm pretty sure. Don't we have Nick Foles for another like year or two? Yeah, but he's just a good backup. Imagine rebooting with Jimmy Garoppolo and Le'Veon Dude, Bell. No, I'm not. I'm not trading for Jimmy G. I would do that. No, for sure, because they're they're gonna they're gonna want something. That and I don't want to give up whatever they want. Uh, I mean, yeah, the, depending the, the on what price, it is. The price that we'd pay is not high, is not at all worth what we're getting back in return. So here's my next question then. Who do you think it's going to be, and when do you think it's going to happen that the Bears will have a legit NFL starting quarterback? Never. <laughs> Dude, fucking look at it. We've never. We really like like. When was the last time we had like a legitimate starting quarterback? Jay Cutler won like what two playoff maybe, games? Maybe, yeah, I was gonna say maybe Jay Cutler. We're, we're just—it's never gonna happen. I can't imagine the Bears with like a real quarterback. I fucking wish yeah, it'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> Life of a Bears God, fan. <laughs> All right, let's jump over real quick. College football this week, fourth ranked. Notre Dame, we got Louisville. Uh, Louisville's coming in at one and three. It's our fourth home game in a row. What do you got? What do you think? How you feeling? Uh, I mean, I think I think this is a better version of the game we played against Florida State. I think we score more. I think we hold them to less. I think we just dominate them. To be honest with you, I think last week was a wake up call for the defense. You know, off off two weeks, kind of getting back into the swing of things. Offense looked pretty solid. Um, I think it's more the same. I think we just go out there, we dominate. That's it. Simple as that. So I got I got three stats slash facts I want to throw out there for you. Louisville, through four games, has allowed 14 sacks. I think the Notre Dame defense is going to get in the backfield early and often. Add to that total. Louisville offense is also responsible for 11 turnovers already. Eight of those 11 have been interceptions. So I'm Kyle hoping- Hamilton. Kyle Hamilton, first interception this there we week. Go. Let's go. There we go. I'm hoping for that. Third thing, um, in Brian Kelly's most recent press conference, he said that this is the first time since September 8th, I believe is the date that he threw out there, that we don't have a single player in quarantine or isolation. Finally coming back. Woo! <laughs> Suck it, Corona! <laughs> Suck it. So, with all that being said, let's hear score predictions. 52-13. Domination. (laughs) Okay. Buckets on buckets. Touchdowns left, right, center. Drew Pine gets in their second half. Ball out. 
Okay. Okay. That's, My boy. What up, Drew Pine? I How like that. Doing? I like that. So um, I'm, I'm with you there somewhat. Mine's a little bit different. Um, not saying much, but Louisville is going to be the best offense that we've faced all season. They got some dudes, but as long as, you know, there's no sort of flukes or we're not giving up the ball like we did last week, I think we'll be able to take care of business. I'm going <laughs> – you got baseball on in the background? Fuck yeah. Let's go Braves, baby. Ah. All right. I'm going I'm going for this week. 3-1. I'm going for this week, 42-17 Notre Dame. I like it. I'll take it. Move up. It, uh, win's a win. A win's we'll be, a win. Still be undefeated. That will move us solidly into either the number two or number three spot in the polls. Probably number three, but I'll take it. Yeah, well, because Al- Al- well, that's the other game. Alabama's playing Georgia. Nick Saban's got COVID. He's, uh, he's coaching from the Zoom calls. So shout out to the poor schmuck intern that has to hold the computer <laughs> as Nick Saban just bitches out his players all day. That's that's got to be something. I heard I heard that the Alabama AD has it as well. Yeah, he does. Tough. So hopefully that game still you know happens. Oh, I I I know I want it to happen so bad. That's going to be such a good game. Yeah, but I think I mean we move up regardless. Basically, yep. It's two versus three. Yep. So so. I I'll put this I'll put this mortal lockout here. If we win, I guarantee you we'll be top three in the country. Oh, really going out on a limb there. Let me. There could be a way that we get jumped by who? So North Carolina number five is who's number is that number five? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they go out and dominate. We win by like a touchdown. Who knows? Uh. I I <laughs> I think it would be so funny to see North Carolina at four. Like, what are you doing? This is not basketball. <laughs> that's where that's where the two other conferences not playing really comes into play. Yeah, that's that would be wild. So, anything else sports related? Oh yeah, I want to give a shout out to the uh, Braves pitcher who caught two home run oh, balls yeah. in the bullpen from the same batter, Ozzy Albies, two games in a row. I think his name is Mark Melancon. Shout out to you for catching those two balls back-to-back games off the, the same guy hit him. Just first one just stands there like Jesus with his arms <laughs> out, snags this ball over his head big time. Uh, second one, he had to make a play on this ball. Like He hit the gap real quick. He's running down the bullpen. Snag keeps running high stepping down the bullpen. Shout out to shout out to you, dude. Great, great performance. Can we can we is there a way for us to get those videos up on Shed Some Light Twitter? I believe so. I believe we can tweet them out. Okay. Check out check out Shed Some Light Twitter and uh give a give a little look sees to these videos. They're pretty good. They're solid. Or <laughs> or we'll uh we'll retweet them from whoever tweeted oh, yeah, them outside of the whole MLB MLB rules of Hosting that that works too. They're, they're super uh, anal about it. Either way, check out Shed Some Light Twitter, and we'll have some sort of version of those videos for you to check out. But in the meantime, we are going to take our first break. We've got a uh, interesting draft coming up after this. We'll grab in some refills of the Miller Lights, and we will see you on the other side. I've hit myself in the face on both of these. <laughs> Fuck. We got the middle of the light refills. We're back, and Jack's got the beer in his face. 
<laughs> just one of those days. <laughs> one of those days. So we are back. Oh, Jack's got baseball on in the background, and he's fist pumping. Yeah, let's go, Atlanta. Score that. Yeah, let's go, Braves. Let's go, Braves. <laughs> 5-1, baby. Big sixth inning for him. Big sixth. So, okay, we're Jack's got the baseball on in the background. Our draft is sports-related. We're just not talking baseball. Um, but I'm going to kind of let you explain this one, and we'll kick it off from there. Okay, so we're going, we're going top five places you would like to watch college football live. So you got to be, you know, going to the stadium, the tailgate, everything like that, kind of all inclusive. We're taking out Notre Dame and Indiana because those are the two places that we went to school. Okay. And, you know, growing up, going to those games, obviously the Notre Dame is unmatched. Indiana, even though they're not a big perennial, you know, powerhouse, it's still a fun game. Tailgating's awesome. So we're taking those out. We're going to places that we haven't been to. Um, just kind of encapsulating all of the – football experience okay okay so who's got first pick this week i believe i do all right so let's hear what you got then easy number one for me right here it's penn state baby i want to go to the whiteout i want to go to the night game i want to sing sweet caroline i want to do it all i love love the whiteout it's it's awesome i love the uniforms just clean crisp classic i I just i just want to i want to go there i don't know why all right, that's pretty good. That I feel like that would be a pretty sweet game to see, especially in the whiteout. That's a huge stadium. Yeah, I want to. I want to. Like, I want a big game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, so, I um, I like that pick. I'm going with my number one pick, and you're going to see a, a a specific theme arise with all my picks, <laughs> which. Some may make fun of, some may appreciate, but either way, I'm going. My number one pick is I would like to see a game at Alabama and be able to sing Dixieland Delight. I I agree with the Dixieland Delight, like that'd be cool. But like, dude, like the whole game, I feel like I feel like Alabama's like viewing experience is like low key kind of lame, like. I want to be like sitting on the edge of my seat, like ooh, back and forth type of game. Alabama's just like, yeah, we're fucking kicking the shit out of them for four quarters. This is fun. <laughs> no way. I mean, it would be so much fun because, well, the, the you'd, be, you'd you'd expect to go in there and be like, we're going to be up twenty one within the first six minutes of this game. Not if it's a big game. You're still expecting your team to win by like a billion. Also, the listeners of the pod don't know this. And I know that you have a take against it, but I'm such a fan of going to the games in the polos and the sundresses. That is awesome. I'll take I'll take sundresses all day. Polos, <laughs> I can do without. No, that'd be so cool. I I love I'm that going to church. I would love that a football game. House of God, right there. <laughs> nope. nope. All right, so that's my number one pick at Alabama, so I can sing Dixieland Delight, which I know. You know, don't hate me because I'm a Notre Dame fan and I'm picking Alabama, but I'm not going to see a Notre Dame-Alabama game there. I'm just going to see Alabama play. Okay, well then, you know what I'm going to go with? My number two? I'm going with the fun Alabama. Tennessee, baby. Rocket top all day. That's the fun Alabama. That's where you want to be for an SEC game right there, baby. Tennessee all day. Okay. Rocket top, baby. I, that's You, you want to talk about like an Alabama that has fun? That's It's Tennessee. 
I like that pick. I like that a lot, actually. Still, still, you know, you still get the sundresses and polos if you want those. But you know, you get a little bit more fun. Where like I feel like at like Tennessee fans are like getting like hammered before the game, and like Alabama fans are just like, man, I can't wait to win today. <laughs> and then Tennessee fans are like, let's get fucked up because if we win, let's get more fucked up. And if we lose, we're already fucked up. <laughs> like that's the type of people I want to hang out with. Okay. Okay. They just say that just seems like a fun time. All right. That's a pretty good one. All right. So then I'm going to go with my number two. And uh, again, like I said, I got a little theme going with mine that you might start to pick up on. Uh, My number two place that I would love to watch a college football game is at Georgia. Yeah. See, I would, I would have taken that. I would have taken that as my number one, but I think, I think they're more fun. The thing is with Georgia, like I want to go to an Alabama game so that that I can sing Dixieland delight Georgia, other than getting to say say, go dogs. Like I would get to sit there and watch the like light show that they just installed. But like, I want to be, I want to be more interactive. If I'm hey, if I'm doing the math correctly, it's light show. And yelling "Go Dogs" all game <laughs> versus Dixieland delight—that's two to one. That's singing two though, to one more ratio. interactive, more interactive. Ow! You're singing with everyone else in the stadium. You're yelling "Go Dogs" all game with everybody else in the stadium. Yeah, but that's you can yell like "Go Irish" at a Notre Dame game all all game. Yeah, but no, like you you no, don't even compare that. Go <laughs> Go Dogs—that comes from like your your gut. Like that's like that's something special. Hey, I'm just saying. I, I would like that. Go dogs. Also, I, I don't. I just want to go to a game just to do that, just to yell "Go dogs." I don't know what any of these um, schools like tailgating experiences like, but I'm hoping that it's good, similar to Notre Dame's. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm hoping that it's a uh, uh, good going out on a limb there. I hope that it's. Oh, really? Good. I was hoping for a shitty tailgating experience. Actually, <laughs> that's all I got to say. Move on to your number three. All right, so am I? Can I pick a specific game? Will you allow that? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'm going Army Navy. Yeah, because there you like go. they don't they don't really have like a stadium that like I like I know like Army and then like I'm pretty sure Army has a stadium. I'm not sure about Navy. It's like a designated football stadium, but I want to go like I like they normally play at like an NFL stadium, so I want to go to like that game. Okay. Like that game just seems like it's fucking awesome every single year. All right. I like and that. Is, isn't it, isn't it always on like the week that there's no college football? It's like, that's the only game on. Yeah. It, and isn't it most of the time in like a pro stadium? Yeah. 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 That's what I was saying. So like, I would like, I would like to go to one of those games. All right. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Ah, okay. Um, my number three. This is where, okay. Yeah. I got my number three here. And this one kind of also hurts being a Notre Dame fan, but I'm go. I would like to see a game at Clemson. Well, v- very uh, diverse uh, <laughs> top three picks you got there. Hey, let's just pick three of the best college football teams. I think you do have number one, two, and three. Uh, not in order, but yes. I just want to watch, you know, a good football game. Hey, I'm going for the experience, baby. I, I am. I am. If you're good at football, you got a better game day experience. I'm not trying to go see some bad team where the stadium's half full. Depends on the game day experience, baby. <laughs> they could have a fantastic tailgating scene. Hey, I'm sure that my three picks all have fantastic tailgating. All right. So then is, is it me at four then? You got four. 
So, you know, like I said, I like to, I like to diversify. I got, you know, Penn State. I got uh, Rocky Top in Tennessee. I got the Army-Navy game. And I'm going number four. I'm going back to the Big Ten. I'm going to Iowa. No! I want to do, no. do the, the game there. Looks no. sweet. I want to do the third quarter, put your lights on, wave to the kids in the children's hospital. I think that is a a, a, a almost unmatched type of game. Shout out to our, our cousin that went there. Next time you go to an Iowa game, let me know. I'll, I'll join you. Because I really want to go to a game there. That was going to be one of my picks. It'd be sweet. That was going to be one of my picks. That's a good scoop right there. I just really watch like Iowa, that. One. Just watch Iowa run the ball like nine billion times a game. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Hey, but game day experience, I'm sure, is great. Fan- and I, I heard they, they party like no other. So I'm in. Boom. I'm in on that. Boom. As long as the Miller lights are flowing, that's all that you need right there. That's a good number four. Okay. All right, I'm hopping back on my bandwagon trend, although this team, not the greatest this year, but my number four pick, I would like to see a game at LSU. That's back-to-back Death Valleys. <laughs> you, you know what you are right now? You're the, you're the, the smooth, rounded-out SpongeBob. That's you. <laughs> Just like, uh, hi, how are you? Let me pick okay. the uh, four best teams in college football. Yes. No, no, no. Because I looked through the top 25. Outside of Notre Dame, these are the teams that I would want to go see and the stadiums that I would want to go visit. I'm not trying to go see Iowa State. And I'm not trying to go see uh, – hold on. Let me, let me pull these back up again. I'm not trying to go see Kansas State. I'm not trying to go see Minnesota. Like, I don't care about these those, teams. Those are – all three of those are in the top 25? Yes. That's hor- – they got to be like, what, 25, 24, and 23? Uh, Minnesota, That's horseshit if they're in, like, the top 10. Minnesota is 24. Kansas State is 22. Iowa State is 20. Yeah. We're doing – the max you could pick is the top 10 for both of us. You can't bring those up as a reference point. Okay, so there's – well, I'm not – I just ref- – okay. I'm going to wait until your pick's over, and then I'll go into my rant because I don't know what your number five pick is. Okay, well, the number five, you, you, you were talking about all the shade teams. This team is not very good at football, but their entrance is absolutely electric and makes up for it. I'm going Virginia Tech. They, are, they have the most intimidating entrance in college football just to come out and get blown out by like 20 every game. <laughs> But they pack the fucking stadium every single time. I I literally go there. I'd be I'd buy a ticket into that game just to see the entrance, and then I walk out. Yeah, but I is, gotta see the entrance in person. That that's such an intimidating entrance for just a terrible team, dude. Like it honestly, it like it kind of sucks because like imagine if they were good. Like any team like sees that entrance, they're like, holy shit, look at this team. And then it's like, oh, just kidding. We're up like thirty, and it's like <laughs> not even the second quarter. Just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, that one. Dude, enter Sandman, just banging the whole stadiums, jumping around, dude. Yup. All right. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So my number five pick, rounding out the top five, I'll give you my theme now that I can explain it. I'm sticking with the Blue Bloods. I'm going to a game at Texas. Hi, how are you? I'm SpongeBob. <laughs> dude, I'm telling I'm you. All the, I'm picking all of the, uh, you know, the classics. Hey, uh, they're they're classics for a reason. That's why I got to go see them. Diversify your portfolio, man. <laughs> I've been to a handful of away football games, and 
I've gotten to experience different stadiums. These are the next five that I would love to experience. That's all I'm saying. Um, can I, can I give some honorable mentions? Yes. Uh, the Swamp, Florida. Okay. Love to go there. Okay. Or Florida State. I'll take either of them. I there think, you go. I think they got great game day experiences. Uh, let's go Atlanta. <laughs> uh, still cooking in the bottom of the sixth, baby. Uh, um, West Virginia, Country Roads. There you go. That'd be that, go. that'd be a song that would rival Dixieland Delight. Um, and then is it? I want it. What? Uh, is it Wisconsin that does Jump? Yeah, yeah, that'd be sweet to go to. Okay, I would like to do that. I like that. I like that. So, can I give you a not so honorable mention? I I already know what you're going to hit me with because you've told me a billion times, but hit me with it. <laughs> Northwestern. Literally, literally the absolute worst game day experience I have ever had in my entire life. And I hope that I never have to go back to a football game there again. Like you can sweet practice facility. I'll tell you that sweet practice facility, but their regular, their actual stadium and their tailgating atmosphere and everything surrounding that is just trash. Like, dude, you know, you know who honestly didn't have as good of a, you know, like tailgate slash stadium atmosphere and maybe it was because we went to it when we were younger but stanford yeah stanford Stanford honestly kind of sucked um it was cool in the sense in in two ways they have palm trees on their campus so that automatically ups their cool factor and you can see mountains in the background automatically ups your cool factor other than that tailgating weak football team weak crowd weak announcer sounds like he should be announcing a polo game <laughs> not a football game he goes this <clears throat> down stanford <laughs> like, dude like be an actual announcer stop announcing this like it's a polo game that that stadium has the exact same capacity whether covid's around or not <laughs> it's just it's just like 10 percent full like <laughs> for for like a team that's been like pretty solid in recent years like they really do have like no fans it's it's amazing yeah Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm at least giving them some credit due to the fact of palm trees and mountains. (laughs) But that's basically just location. Yeah, that's that's specifically location. If you want to go that, if you want to go that, then what I'm, uh, my my last honorable mention, the Rose Bowl. Yeah. I'll go to the Rose Bowl every day, every year. Oh, yeah. Like the only chance of me having a team in the fight is IU. And that's like, shout out to Tom Allen, you're turning this team around. Uh, So we're going to be in the Rose Bowl pretty soon. But like, if not, I'd go to the Ro- I'd still go to the Rose Bowl every year, even if I didn't have a dog in the fight. I'm with you there. That'd be a sweet game to see. Got to see it. Yep. I got to see it. Yep. So that was a pretty good top five. That was solid. That was good. Again, we I don't liked it. we don't know about these schools' uh, actual tailgating and game day experiences. We hope to experience them one day with a lot of Miller Lights. <laughs> but until that day comes. That that's our top five right there. Bang. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Do you want to give us your stories? I know that you got some stories to tell the listeners. Do you want to give those now, or do you want to take a break? Give us the stories, and then we'll jump into our did you knows. How much time do we got? Um, fourteen minutes. I'll give them to you now. Okay, let's hear them. Okay, so these. Both of these things happened to me today. 
and I don't know if I'm the first one. I don't know if I'm stupid or if this person was stupid. So I go to get Starbucks this morning and I'm like getting a coffee and like some breakfast. And the total comes out to like $9 and like 85 cents. Okay. And there's like, apparently there's like a coin shortage. Yeah. So they're like, you know, it's, it's like, don't pay pay unless you have exact change. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. So it's nine eighty five, and I I have a I have a ten dollar bill, and I hand this lady the ten dollar bill, and I'm like, hey, I don't need any change, just take this ten dollar bill. It's like fifteen cents, dude. I'm like, I don't I don't care about fifteen cents. You just take this ten dollar bill. Okay. She's like, and she's like, no, sorry, and I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I was I was like I was so thrown off by it, like. I'm I'm such a bitch that I just won't say anything ever, like about <laughs> literally anything. Dude, okay. Like, like I could be at a restaurant, I could order steak, you come out with fish, I'm just having fish for the night. That's it. Like I'm not even I'm not even like saying you messed up my order. <laughs> I'll just take it. So like I'm handing her the ten dollar bill. She's like, uh, and I tell her I was like, hey, I know it's like nine eighty five, and I know you say like pay an exact change. I'm like, just keep the change. I don't need the fifteen cents. And she's like, nah, sorry, we can't do that. I was like. Why? What do you mean? I was like, you're never, you're not losing any coins. Like, you j- just take my ten dollar bill, and then I was so thrown off by it that I just like slowly pulled it away. I was like, uh, <laughs> fucking okay. I guess I'll play with a card. I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that does not make any sense. I didn't know if I was stupid. I like questioned myself after I drove away. I was like, am I? <laughs> I was like, are they somehow losing coins on me paying with a $10 bill and telling them to keep the change? I, I started know. like second guessing myself. I was like, what the fuck? What's going on? What's going on right now? And I was like, I don't know if I'm the idiot or not. So I'm, is she the idiot? I think so. Okay, good. I don't understand how, how you paying not with ex- exact change but not needing the change would contribute to the coin shortage that's what i'm saying yeah i i don't understand so oh no i was rattled i was rattled for like the rest of my morning okay i'm glad that i can still hear you because your screen is frozen right now and i thought we lost you again okay you still hear me yeah i'm still here okay do you hear what I said about me being rattled for the rest of the morning? Yes, yes, I got that part. Rattled city, rattled city. <laughs> okay, so then second story happened to me. Uh, I'm at Chipotle, you know, grabbing some dinner. Okay. And I saw one of just the dumbest things I've ever seen in my entire life. And this one, I knew the driver of this car was stupid. Okay. Okay, so like I'm parked like basically right up at the front door and there's, there's like a little, there's the curb is next to me. And then there's two spots that are open to the left of me. So the curbs on the right of me and there's two spots to the left of me. Okay. And so this, this, this driver pulls in and they pull in, like they're trying to go in the, in the second spot, you know? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can still hear you. Okay, so they're trying to go into the second spot, but they pull in, and like, a f- like probably like a fourth of their car is just over the line. <laughs> okay, and so 
they're like, ah, I gotta, I gotta back up. Like I can, I can see it being like, I fucked up this parking spot. So they're turning right into the parking spot. Right. Okay. So she backs up so that it's almost like she just came in the same way. So she's back to like kind of where she started. Yep. And I watched this person pull in and back out without turning her wheels at all. <laughs> she just like fucking kept pulling in and kept being like, I'm over the line again. And then back out and then being like, I'm over the line again. I was like, do you not fucking realize that you're just not moving your wheels? You just keep doing this and then that and then this and then that thinking you're going to get a different outcome. <laughs> I was like, this is ridiculous. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And then, and then eventually, the best part about it is they just drove away. <laughs> She's like, I've had enough. They would, I'm dead serious. It was like they just pulled in, pulled out, pulled in, pulled out, pulled out, and then just left. <laughs> and I, I was like, what? okay. They <laughs> I, was had like, enough. Can't, they, I can't imagine like what's going through their heads. Like, ah, can't park today. I'm out. <laughs> no Chipotle for me. Imagine, just, imagine just craving Chipotle and then getting there and thinking that it's the Chipotle parking spots that are messing up, not you. You're just like, just, yeah, it, it, the spots I mean, are just, just off like, today. It just blew out. Like she was fully <laughs> in the parking spot. And so like, all you got to do is like, you know how you like, if you're, if you're turning right into the parking spot, then to straighten it out, you kind of back out and you go left. Yeah. So, you know, you straightened out. She just like kept going the same way. She just kept making like <laughs> a half circle. I was like, you understand this isn't doing anything. <laughs> and they just kept doing it for like, it, 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 I was sitting there and I'm trying to back out and I can't back out because she is like coming in and coming out of where I was going. And I'm like, I sat there for like five minutes just watching this. I was like, you understand that you're not doing anything right now. And I love to move at the end and just be like, eh, not worth it. I'm out. <laughs> that's a good move. Just be like, respect. That's I'm a done. me move. That's a, that's a me move. I respect that <laughs> so much. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like those stories. Those are some good ones. A couple of, a couple of dumb experiences <laughs> I had today. So with, <laughs> with that being said, we're going to wrap up segment two, grab some Miller Lite refills and be back with our third and final segment of Shed Some Light, episode 18, after this break. Didn't get that one in my face. Let's go, baby. Good Big start time. the third segment. Big time. That's a big Here win there. So we are back with our Miller Lights, segment three of episode 18 here. So a little caveat on our reoccurring segment of did you know on Fridays uh, as we mentioned at the top of the show we already thought that we recorded this episode yesterday well I mean we did record this episode yesterday and then we had a bunch of audio issues so you're not going to get our true reactions to our facts about seesaws this week we're still going to kind of give it to you how we gave it you know how we went through it with each other um with the facts and, and all that kind of stuff, but it's just not our true live, honest reaction this time. We apologize and we're, we will hope that it doesn't happen again. But with that being said, uh, Jack, you, did I lead this one off or did you lead this one off? I think you let it off. Okay. So as we mentioned this week's, did you know, segment topic was seesaws. And the question that I gave Jack was, this seesaw and teeter totter are the two most common names across the United States for this, you know, commonly common playground 
object. Uh, can you give me any other names for this object and bonus points if you could associate them with the geographic region in which they are called? No fucking clue. And Jack said he could not. So I'm going to fill you in with those. As I said, teeter-totter and seesaw are the two most common names. Um, in the New England region of the United States, it's commonly referred to as a tilt or a tilting board. And then uh, from North Carolina and down south, um, they also call it a ridey horse. A, which, which is complete bullshit. That's a stupid <laughs> name. A, a ridey horse, a dandle board, a needle board, or just a all stupid names. Or all a teeter. Names. A teeter. <laughs> so that was the fact that I got Jack with. Jack, pass it over to you. My fact was where did the name Seesaw come from? Okay. Which Michael knew. I got this one right, and I knew that it came from the French. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I'm assuming it's pretty close to seesaw. But it basically kind of just looks like seesaw. I know, <laughs> and it basically translates to this that, you know, like the back and so, forth of the seesaw. So updated uh, standings are uh, standings. We're both still tied. We're both three, four, and one. <laughs> and the reason for that is. I on on last Friday's episode, Michael's fact. I looked it up, and I said it in real time. I was like, "That's a bullshit fact." There's no way that was true. And I looked it up. Turns out it wasn't actually true. It was. So I'm counting that as a win for me. It was posted on the internet, and I took oh, it as fact. No, gotta do a little background research. <laughs> I don't like this. Gotta do a little background research. I do not like this. I'm going to go edit a Wikipedia page and then screenshot it. And then on our next topic and be like, Hey, look at this. I got a screenshot. It was on the fucking internet. No. So I'll know, I'll know that you did that. So you shouldn't have oh, told me well, your secrets. <laughs> well, if I have proof that it was on the internet. Nope. Nope. I don't know. I got proof. <laughs> so, um, do you want putting, do you, so as we were saying though, before this seesaws, have such limited facts. Like, no facts. This was no so facts. hard to find something about. Um, there was only. I would also. I would also like to point out. I would like to point out. I could have played the uh, the numbers game, the semantics game, like Michael normally does. But I, however, am a man of integrity, and I don't <laughs> do that bullshit. Hey, we gotta guess the correct number. I did because I'm a man of integrity. I'm a man of integrity. Unlike you. I did the same thing this week. As we said, seesaw facts were very hard to come oh, by. First first week out of our first eight times doing this. Yeah, thanks. I'm just saying, I had five facts written down. Two of them I could have played the numbers game with. Two of them I thought that you already knew. And so that narrowed me down to the one that I gave you this week. So <laughs> do you have any other facts that you want to share with the listeners about seesaws so that they are more well-informed? One in two U.S. schools use a seesaw. There's a little fun fact for you. Oh, okay. That's it. That's all I got. All right. So the only other ones that I would like to point out for our, our listeners here is, um, I don't know how to pronounce it, but Carl Sjogren, I think, maybe, is uh, considered the inventor of the seesaw. Um. I know that Jack said that one in two schools use seesaws. Um, also, the early 2000s is where uh, – that was 
you know, kind of the end of the seesaw era um, because they were removed from a lot of U.S. playgrounds after being deemed unsafe, which is just. I don't, that, that, like we literally let kids swing and you're telling me a seesaw is more unsafe than a swing. <laughs> Yeah, I genuinely the stupidest country. I, I don't understand that one. And then the only other one, again, playing the numbers game, which is why I didn't go with it. Eight feet is the commonly accepted length for the average seesaw. So ah, thanks for finally being a man of integrity after eight weeks. <laughs> hey, thanks. Now, hey, I'm just saying I could have played it, but I chose not to. So now you are all more well versed in seesaw facts those are pretty much the only facts out there on the internet that we could come up with seesaws you you are now a master in knowledge of seesaws (laughs) yeah you have all the knowledge that there is out there so with that being said jack uh do we want to pick next week's topic yep all right so let's get the topic generator loaded up along with our random number generator we've been doing this for weeks now you should know the drill Let's hear. Are you ready? Uh, let's hear our ten random topics to pick from. Oh man, this is a, a <laughs> Morgasborg. Okay. We have the military, medicine, smoking, golf, Napoleon, sh- sharks, athletics, cheese, funerals, and wood. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um. I think I got my three that I think would be the most fun. Okay, let's hear them because I want to hear if there are any of the ones that I wanted. Cheese, Napoleon, and sharks. Okay, okay, pretty close. Um, I was going to go cheese, golf, and Napoleon. No rock, paper, scissors between golf and sharks? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just you, know, now we're gonna fucking pick one. So we'll go, we'll go cheese number one. We'll go Napoleon number two, and we'll go Sharks number three. All right, you ready? All right, you got that. Cheese, Napoleon, Sharks. Cheese. We're, doing, we're talking cheese, Let's baby. go. We're talking that cheese. Let's go. I'm so pumped. Cheese, Let's baby. Go. Cheese. Cheese, cheese, cheese. <laughs> I thought we were going, this Let's is, go, this is a- cheese. Let's go, cheese. Cheese. This is a, a plethora of, of available information about cheese. I know that for a fact. It's it's going to be guaranteed. A lot of information about – there are a lot of different ways we can go with this. Guaranteed way more facts than seesaws. Uh, guaranteed. Wait, that's wait. A, what do you mean lock. different ways we can go with this? How many types of cheeses are there? When was this cheese invented? Who invented this cheese? How to make cheese? There's a lot of different ways we can go with this. Okay. What country eats the most cheese? Okay. There, dude, we can go. We can go a lot of different ways. Hey, stay tuned for next week's "Did You Know Cheese" segment, guaranteed to be Gouda. Oh, I might end this podcast just for good. <laughs> Just for good. I just thought of that off the top of my head. You got to give me props right there. <laughs> as he as he gives me the double birds. Okay. <laughs> I see how it is. So, all right. Very much looking forward to next week's Did You Know Cheese edition. Um, now, we're moving on to Michael and Jack's dumb thoughts for the week. Really give you something to ponder over the weekend. Do you want to speak yours first? You want to go first here? You want me to go first? How are we doing this? Uh, you can. Okay. 
I don't know if you're really going to appreciate this one as much, but it's just something that I questioned throughout this week. And that comes um, with frozen foods. So on the back of like frozen foods where it gives you like the time to cook them in the microwave. And it's like, if your microwave is between 4,200 watts and 5,700 watts, cook it at this time. And if you have a microwave between 5,800 watts and 6,300 watts, cook it at this time and so on. How many of your average Americans do you actually think knows the wattage of their microwave? And why was that the agreed upon time to print on the back of frozen food labels? My question, I think more of the question is why is there just a fuck ton of different microwave wattage? What? It should just be a standard watt. <laughs> like every microwave is a blank watts. Like, like are the, are the lower wattage microwaves cheaper? Like, do you have to pay extra for the superpowers? I've honestly never really thought about buying a microwave. It just kind of seems like one of those things that just comes with the house. But you got to, I think. I don't know. I've never owned a house. But I feel like you have to buy a microwave eventually. But, like, it just comes with, like, apartments, too. Like, no matter where you live. Yeah, exactly my point. So I moved into this apartment. How the heck am I supposed to know the wattage on my microwave? I never really thought anybody knew the wattage. I think I thought you just go like right in the middle of everything. <laughs> well, like, sometimes if it, if it gets you like eight to like fifteen minute range or whatever, you just go with like eleven or twelve, and you're like, I will you know go from there. Yeah, the the worst though is when you do that, and then you take a bite into it, and it's like the outside of it is just like lava hot, and then the middle's still frozen. Oh, see, I've never had that problem. I can I I got a good eye for you know hot food. <laughs> I'm, so I'm, I know, I know when it's cooked. I'm just saying that there there should be some sort of better way invented of being able to quickly heat up your frozen foods, other than knowing the wattage of your microwave. Dude, you can I brag for a second? Sure. I think I'm one of the best frozen pizza cookers of all time, and I'm not even kidding you. I cook a mean frozen pizza. Okay. Like I dude, I know when I know when that's done. Not too crispy, not too underdone. I am I am A one at that, dude. So here's what I have come to learn about this um from living in multiple different places is that you gotta know your oven. No. Yeah. I can do it. I can do it any oven anytime. Okay. Give me an oven, okay. give me a place, and I'll do it. Come over next time it. you I'll next time it. you're here cook one up yep, i'll cook the best frozen pizza you guys have ever fucking had in your entire life okay guaranteed. okay guaranteed i'm the best i would I'm the love best to, frozen pizza cooker. i would love to see that because i'm telling you our well actually no i don't want to tell you because i don't want to give you any hints as to what you need to do when you come cook a don't frozen care. pizza don't need it don't need it <laughs> don't need it i'm the best okay i like that i, I like don't the need any, i don't need any hints i don't need any i don't need any you know pre-knowledge of anything i'm I'm the best. All right. Uh, I rise to the occasion. So that that's my dumb thought of the week. How are we supposed to know our microwave wattage? I feel like the real like mechanically people, like the mechanics know. Yeah, that's got to be like, like maybe, who are into that stuff. maybe like 5% of the population know the yeah. wattage oh, of yeah. their microwave. Very slim. Other, the other Very 90, slim. The other 95% of us are just guessing on how long we need to put a uh, a hot pocket in the microwave. <laughs> oh yeah. Been there. <laughs> All right. What do you got? 
Okay, so I have two. Do we have time for two? Yeah, you got a little over 15 minutes. Okay, here we go. So I'm going to I'm gonna go with one that I saw on Twitter today. Okay. And then I'll go one that was – I saw it on Twitter today, and I was like, oh, shit. And it made me think for a second, and it's actually very true. And then the other one is completely, uh, you know, my own noggin. Okay, let's hear uh, it. So first one, uh, who writes horoscopes? <laughs> yeah, I've seen this one before, and I don't know. It's just, it's just like some conglomerate of astronauts. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? Who writes those? I, I don't know. And how did that they- got me, dude? That got me thinking today for like that, like that, like fucked up. That was the other thing that like fucked up my morning today. Was like I was riled coming out of Starbucks, and then I read that, and I was like, dude, I need to like take a break from today. I don't know. <laughs> today just needs happening. to take a time out. I just, I just, I was, I was literally the 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 fucking SpongeBob meme of him sitting with the coffee at the table. That was me this morning. I was just sitting at the table today, being like, dude, what the fuck is going on right now? What is happening? Yeah. So rattled. Don't I don't know where horoscopes come. I don't know. I don't know anything. I'm stupid. I don't know what to do. I just need to sit down. Yeah, I I don't know where they come from either. They're just kind of they just show up. Yeah, and like who, like I know it's based off like your birth date and like stars and stuff, right? Ye- yeah. But then, like, how does that translate into telling me like what's gonna happen? I. Uh... I don't know. That's why I said it's the astronauts or something that writes them. I don't know. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> That's a good All one. Right. What's the other one? I saw, saw that today. I was baffled. Uh, number two. Uh, so I actually – I think about this every time I drive into Chicago, but I thought about this the other weekend when I was coming in. Uh, how are skyscrapers made? Very carefully. Like, especially the ones with, like, the, like, when they're making them and there's the crane up top, you know? Yeah, how does that how crane do they get, get the down? Crane, how do they get the crane down? Yeah. Is it just a multitude of cranes attached to other cranes <laughs> that bring that one crane back down? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, oh, I don't know. Because, it's, again. Yeah, right? Uh, as, you as, don't think about that. As we've said, I live in Chicago, so I've seen this happen. But I just don't know how, when the building is finished, where does that crane go? Exactly. That is my exact thought. Because, like, my other thought, which is it's it's nice, it's definitely not even close. It's just a stupid thought. It's just like one of those things where like they start on the ground floor and then they just build under them until they get all the way up top. Wait, what? They just keep building like under them, and then they just keep going up. Yeah, is that how they do it? Uh, I like would. I'm talking like there's like the, the the group of builders right, and they're on like the first floor of a skyscraper, and then they like put a post in the side, like attach it to the thing, so they got the walls, you know, like the the posts of the walls, right? And then they just start building a floor from one side, and then when they get further enough in, they start standing on that floor, and then they just connect it to the other corners and then they just keep doing that until they get all the way up top 
Yeah, but I think then the the real question is when they get up top, where does that crane go? Oh no! So see, that's the thing. I didn't think like that's my that's my theory. If there was never a crane, you could just keep building under yourself. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But like when when they have the crane up there, I don't get how the crane gets back down. Well, um, from what I've seen, a lot of it just the, takes like, the elevator. <laughs> from what i've seen a lot yeah. of the like super high up cranes are like not the ones that you see on the ground but they're like the really tall ones that's like comes up it almost looks like a hangman yeah so that's still that makes sense because that one's at least anchored to the ground but the other ones i don't that's that this is a good dumb thought Maybe maybe the driver puts it in like cruise control, hops out, and it just drives off the edge of the building and then crashes at the bottom and then it's done. They have a giant parachute attached to the back of it and he drives it off the edge and pulls a string and then it just floats down to the <laughs> ground. Now we're really thinking. We need to hear from our construction workers out there. I Dude, I just like that. It literally blows my mind every time I drive into a city. Like, how the fuck did these buildings get built? Yeah. Uh... It's, dude, it really is like when you stop and think about it for a second. Like, and I know people who like major in like architecture or whatever are probably like, look at these fucking idiots. But hey, guess what? I am an idiot. And I don't know how the fuck you guys build those. I'm going to say that they just use those really, really, really big industrial sized cranes. Okay, so then another one where I just have no idea. The, like, antennas on top of the Sears Tower, yeah. how you build those? Is it, like, a piece-by-piece piece type of thing? Like, a, they just connect in, twist in? I kind of feel like the skyscrapers are just bigger uh, versions of Legos. Just kind of connect together. They're just a little, you know, <laughs> and then click they, them in there. Yeah, and then they do their work. I don't know. I would assume so. Yeah, they just kind of fit together. Dude, if I've learned anything from like talking about all the things that I don't understand, it's that I'm just really fucking stupid. Yeah, there's a lot of things that uh, we have no idea what we're talking about. I could I could do a dumb thought for like like a like two months straight on this podcast. <laughs> That's what keeps just me with stuff like right now. Like I have a list on my phone, and it takes up like half the notes that I have. Yeah, see, I don't have them stored up like that. I just have them from, like, everyday things that I observe and then don't yeah. understand. Exactly. And then I, I list them so I don't forget them. Yeah. I and then I'm also just too lazy to ever, like, you know, research them or actually figure <laughs> out what the fuck is going on. So, like, I don't know. I just keep I just keep sitting there and thinking I'm an idiot, which I am. That's pretty good, though. I like those for this week. You can really ponder them this weekend. I just want everyone out there, you know. Hey, if you're if you're a, an architect, reach out, leave a five star review, and tell us how you make a, a skyscraper. Yeah, we need the inside. Tell knowledge. us how you get. Basically, just tell us how you get the crane down. That's all I want to know. <laughs> you got one really big elevator on the side, or what's going on? <laughs> the crane elevator. I just, I just want to know. That's all. That's all I want to know. <laughs> all right. Well, that is where we are going to wrap up Shed Some Light episode 18. Real quick, 
We are not sure if there is if episode 19 is going to come out on Monday or Tuesday of next week. Stay tuned. There's just a lot of uh, stuff outside of the podcast going on. We're not sure. It's going to come out, like I said, Monday or Tuesday. We just don't know when, so be on the lookout for that. But in the meantime, thank you, everyone. Weird, for- weird, weird Wednesday will be on time. Volume 3, be on time. There you go. There you go. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, if you made it this far, please give us a five-star rating. Uh, that really helps us grow, spread the good word about Miller Lite. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend to check us out. Our listeners and numbers are growing, and we truly appreciate that. Also, be sure to follow us on sh- social media. Instagram, we are at Shed Some Light Pod. Twitter, we are at Shed Some Light. Both of those were making a strong push so that we can get uh, Dane Dunning and James McCann on the show. We would yeah, really love go. that. We would really love that. And email, you can get a hold of us at shedsomelightpodcast at gmail.com. In the meantime, we hope everyone has a great weekend. We will catch you all very, very soon. And Jack? Keep them cold. Keep them cold. We will see you soon.